Well, Sonic did have a presence today um, at San Diego Comic-Con, but it wasn't much of a presence as people thought it would be. Um, I'm sure a lot of people were hoping some information on Sonic Prime and, you know, the Sonic 3 movie and Knuckles and, you know, I think we probably did get that, uh, but it was in other panels. As far as the IDW side of things goes, eh, you know, they, you know they, they, they had some information. There's no doubt they, they had some information, don't get me wrong. Um, but it wasn't as, as exciting as people maybe, maybe have thought it should be, but, you know, it was there. It was, it was there. Uh, for example, they said here, and this is from uh, sonicstadium.org, they said at the panel today for IDW Sonic, Representing were Daniel Barnes, writer, Adam Bryce Thomas, artist, Michael Cicinso, licensing, Gigi Durex, artist slash writer, and David Merritt, editor slash writer. It says the crew thanked fans for helping them make it to the landmark issue 50 and teased that the next several issues would deal with the fallout from the events of 50, starting with the cast escaping Eggman City. Introducing the upcoming Scrapnik Island series, the panel offered concept art for the battered bots Mecha Knuckles and Sigma. The slightly diminutive Mecha Knuckles acts as guardian, quote-unquote guardian, of the island, like his fuzzy counterpart, he wields a mace, adventures one and two's shovel glove, and Knuckles' three-star hat from the anime OVA. So that's a nice little callback right there. Sigma was introduced as a green E-series uh, robot in the style of Gamma and his brothers. Wor- worth for wear, with an eggbot arm and flat caster for his right foot, he still towers he still towers at his full height over both Sonic and Dr. Eggman. So they did give information on that. And, you know, that, that's kind of cool to let people kind of see the concept art, uh, which I guess was already leaked in everything uh, for the upcoming uh, issues and the upcoming story arc that they're going to be releasing. The Scrapnik Island one is going to be released in time for Halloween, from what I understand. Uh, they say the panelists also gave a reminder that the Tales 30th Anniversary Special is in the works and includes some villains from Tales' classic game history previously revealed to include Windy Witchcart from, from Tales Sky Patrol. They showed off some of the previous shared cover art for the special, the upcoming 2022 20, annual in issues 51 and 52. Now, if Windy Witchcraft... Uh, what is it? You know, if Windy Witchcart sounds familiar to any Sonic comic book fans out there, she did last appear in the Sonic Universe four-parter where it was her and Nogus facing off against Eggman and his bosses um, for control of Eggman Island or something like that. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, she was last seen there from a comic book perspective. So we'll see what she looks like here. Now they do mention that the Q&A focused on a handful of topics and unsurprisingly the series original create uh, okay let me reread that. Okay, let me remind you. 
It says the Q&A focused on a handful of topics and unsurprisingly the series original characters were on everyone's minds. Whisper will be returning in the next series arc and they're continuing to discuss story plans for her and Tangle next year. Surgeon Kit, the fakers we found in imposter syndrome in issue 50 were originally planned for earlier in the series but Sega preferred not to introduce that many new characters that quickly, which ultimately gave Dr. Starline more time to develop as a character. Instead, the panel noted that the Metal Virus arc gave them an opportunity to see, how, to see exactly how far they could push the core Sonic cast emotionally, something that really endeared Cream with Barnes, and that being Daniel Barnes, the writer. He said, it continues on and by saying, and I quote, For those curious about the effort needed to put together an IDW issues and why we get more we have notes, quote unquote, situations than other previous Sonic comics, the panel explained that all issues have to go through Sonic Team, meaning they have to be translated into Japanese as well. It's roughly a three-month process for each issue. Prior to Q&A, Cesar, um, what's his name, uh, Michael, we'll just call him Michael, also noted that the direction of the comic is intended to be welcoming to new fans, quote, at any time without 30 years of canon to go through. And then, of course, they acknowledged that outside of the panel of the comic, our team worked on putting together a sweet sonic mural featuring members of the game and comic cast. So, yeah, not much information given out uh, besides, you know, just... You know, further confirming uh, Scrapnik Island, which is coming out, like I said, it's seemingly in time for Halloween. Um, and the fact that the Mecha Knuckles is going to comprise of several different versions of Knuckles um, throughout his history. Um, they also confirmed that we're getting Sigma back from, I think, the Sonic Adventure games. Excuse me. They also confirmed uh, t more on Tales' 30th anniversary special, which is going to include some ta uh, villains from Tales' classic game history. One of them previously revealed to include Wendy Witchcart from Tales' Sky Patrol, who we saw in Sonic Universe when it was under the Archie license. And of course, like I said, they showed cover art for that, the upcoming uh, 2022 annual and issues 51 and 52. Now, what people do take away from this, though, is the Q&A. Uh, the Q&A is really interesting because the original characters, who are becoming fan favorites, uh, were on everyone's mind. They did infirm or did reinsure that Whisper will be returning in the next series arc. And we kind of got that idea that she'd be returning in this upcoming arc uh, when the cover came out that she would be, or the, one of the covers came out showing her uh, going one-on-one -on -one or getting ready to fend off uh, Surge. So yeah, Whisper will be uh, back in the next arc. But what's interesting, and I think a lot of people take uh, a lot of uh, incentive in this and hopefulness in this, um, that they also mentioned that not only will Whisper be not only will Whisper be returning in the next series arc, but they will be but they are continuing to discuss story plans for her in Tangle next year. And that's the one thing, if you're a Tango and Whisper fan, that you want to hear, that they are discussing uh, story plans, or continuing to discuss story plans uh, for her and Tango 
in 2023. And I know a lot of fans are hoping that those story plans involve them being officially canonized as an LGBTQ couple. Uh, I mean, because let's be honest, it does give off those vibrations. We saw how emotional she got when uh, Tangled uh, allowed herself to get infected by the virus and how happy she was when Tangled got restored. So, you know, so obviously knowing that, you know, and seeing how fans are kind of connecting the dots and everything, that I think this is probably going to, you know, be one of the ideas storyline-wise that they're going to try to work into um, story plans for them next year. So that's one thing fans are hopeful for, I guarantee on that. But yeah, one of the things that, you know, fans of those two characters can take away is uh, take away from this panel uh, today is not only will Tango and Whisper be returning in the next series arc, uh, but they, the uh, people behind the, uh, the book, th those who are on hand at San Diego Comic-Con, will be continuing to discuss story plans for her and Tangle into the coming year. And again, that's a, good, that's a good sign that they want to continue developing the characters into something more. And if they decide that one of those story plan ideas uh, for them is to you know, go all the way and confirm them to be a couple, that might be interesting. And that might be a first for Sega to actually be cool with, but we'll see. Um, you know, it was, um, and uh, really, I think that was probably the biggest um, information people take away with, take away from this. Now, other things they did discuss was that Surge and Fennec, uh, Fennec, if you will, Surge and Fennec, or Surge and Kit, anyway, Surge and Kit, the uh, the fakers from Imposter Syndrome in issue 50, uh, that they were supposed to come in earlier, but Sega said, no, not yet. We don't want to rush adding in new characters, or more new characters than we should. And that because of that, they allowed uh, the villain, Dr. Starline, to get more character development. So I guess tit for tat, if you will. Uh, and then they mentioned that the metal virus gave them the opportunity to really see how far they can push the core Sonic cast uh, emotionally and that how Daniel Barnes, you know, really uh, in, was really endured by Cream or how Cream's character endured herself to Daniel Barnes uh, with that uh, pushing the envelope as far as they did. Um, so, yeah. And that's, uh, that was interesting to find out that, you know, the metal virus, of course, as we probably know, was their way of trying to see how far they can go um, from an emotional story, dark standpoint and all that. But what was interesting, though, uh, that came, but one of the other interesting things that came out of this, uh, besides the revelation that they're going to continually, continually work on story plans for both Tangle and Whisper... Just getting some Coca-Cola there. Getting some Coca-Cola, I should say. But what was more interesting... Well, not more interesting, but... The other interesting note that came out of this Q&A... Was... You know, the whole situation about the Sonic comics under the ITW license... Um, you know, since its arrival there a couple of years ago. Uh, because what was interesting is the fact that they said... And for those that were curious... 
about the effort needed to put together an IDW issue and why we get quote-unquote more note situations than with other previous Sonic comics. What was interesting is how the panel explained that, you know, basically they have to go through Sonic Team. They have to go through the Sonic Team, not necessarily here in America, but in Japan. So in other words, they got to translate a lot of the scripts, a lot of the notes and everything into Japanese, email them or something like that over to Japan to get the approval of what they could use, what they can do, what they should take out, who they can include, stuff like that, uh, which is a three-month process, which obviously because of the pandemic has caused some issues to be delayed uh, in the past uh, couple of years and if not recently. So that was interesting. To, that was an inter- interesting bit of uh, information to find out. Um, and they did know that prior to the Q and A, Michael uh, also noted that the direction of the comic is intended to be welcoming to new fans at any time without 30 years of canon to go through. So, in other words, if you don't know what's going on, you could just pick up an issue and not feel lost. I guess I don't know. Uh, yeah, try telling that to anybody that picked up an issue for the first time in the middle of the, you know, which they were reading in the middle of the metal virus arc. Yeah, try telling that to somebody that started reading that issue for the first time during that metal virus arc and kind of see the, rea- uh, the answer you get from that or people's response, you know, to that uh, statement, if you will. But yeah, not, not really much, though, after that. Not really much. Um, after that, but again, the key the key notes here are Whisper will be returning because they said in the Q and A, people obviously had the question of what's going to happen with Whisper, what's Tangle, and all that, what's their status. So obviously, it's been confirmed Whisper will be back as well. You know, for the next arc, which again, like I said, was pretty much confirmed with one of the upcoming is- uh, issue covers, and that they are continuing to discuss story plans for her and Tangle next year. Which, again, is, you know, probably confirmation to a lot of fans that, ooh, you know, they might finally do it. They might finally confirm them to be more because there are hints there. And it's very obvious to a lot of folks. So that was a good, that was, that was kind of a, like I said, that was a major keynote uh, when it comes to the IDW book. The other, the other keynote of, as well is the behind the scenes information of finding out how long it takes for an issue to actually... Uh, be made the fact that it takes a three month maybe more so process because they gotta basically as they put it uh, translate um, everything into Japanese script wise note wise and all that and send it to Sonic Team not just in America but mostly in Japan to get the okay of what they could do how they could do it and stuff like that And, and and I know a lot of people when they read this or hear people mention this uh, and their reactions, they're, they're not too thrilled with that because it's like, well, it's just a comic book story. Why do you have to take so long to do that? Again, you know, again, it's, it's, it's a different publisher and different publishers, you know, take different directions when they do comics based on licensed books. But I think, honestly, we all know why this is happening. I think we all know why they have to go through Sonic Team now, obviously. And again, since his name's been brought up a lot, 
You can kind of thank Ken Penders for that. Yeah. Ken Penders basically, in my opinion, is the reason why now IDW has to do this. You know, the people like Ian Flynn and Daniel Barnes and all of them have to go through Sonic Team, have to translate everything into Japanese, send it to them to get their approval and all that for what they can and cannot do. You can kind of say thank you, Ken. You can kind of say sarcastically, thank you, Ken, for, for making that happen because, uh, yeah, I think that's one of the reasons. Remember, Ken tried suing not just Archie Comics, but Sega. And Sega, one of the reasons they severed ties or ended the partnership of nearly 25 years with Archie was because of that you know, situation. That, that was the main reason. So, obviously, the deal with this is, hey, you could do the comic, but, you all, but before you do anything, you got to let us see what you're doing. you got to let us read what you're going to plan to put into the book so we can say yay or nay. So, yeah, I think we all know why... Uh, basically, it's a three-month or more so process for an issue to come out and why we see delays. And again, you could probably pinpoint the reasoning why this is happening instead of just letting the comic, you know, breathe and be its own thing and, and stuff like that. But yeah, not, not really much coming out of the, uh, like I said, out of the panel uh, this, year, this year or anything. Hopefully, maybe we'll get more information because I think there's more Sonic events coming up. Um, in the future so we'll see but yeah not really much and uh, like I see the key things coming out of this in my opinion personally is the fact that Whisper will be back it's confirmed she will be back uh, if the cover like I said for the up one of the upcoming issues wasn't confirmation enough they did confirm she's coming back as well as they confirmed that they are continually discussing story plans for her in Tangle going into 2023 which could include possibly some kind of a confirmation of, you know, there being something more between the characters than just a friendship. So, you know, that was good news. But then, of course, the information about the behind-the-scenes situations with the IDW books, and, of course, this being the second keynote, uh, along with, say, the first keynote being the Whisper and Whisper Tangle thing. Uh, the second keynote, of course, being the fact that, you know, the behind-the-scenes information really, in my opinion, shed the light as to why the book takes a lot longer than Archie did. And I think we can all kind of guess, in my opinion, and speculate, in my opinion, as to why that's happening. And sarcastically, like I mentioned, you could probably thank Ken Penders for this happening, because if it wasn't for him doing what he did, even if they did plan to change publishers in the future, I don't think we'd have to wait this long for books or issues uh, to be approved, uh, to be released, because you know, oh, we gotta send it through the Sonic team, translate everything into a different language, just to meet approvals and all that. So, yeah, sarcastically, I think you can kind of thank Ken for that happening, because if it wasn't for him doing what he did, you know, even if they did switch publishers, I don't think anybody at the IDW Sonic book or on the IDW Sonic book would have to do this. But yeah. Like I said, not really much coming out of it, you know, except for more information on Scrapnik Island, you know, the annual coming, the Tales 30th Anniversary Special coming, and, and stuff like that. But again, the keynotes, like, like I mentioned, I know I'm repeating myself here, I do apologize, but the keynotes being uh, 
uh, basically whispers confirm return in the upcoming arc which was already kind of spoiled with the cover for one of the issues as well as the continuing story plans being developed for her and Tangle going into 2023 as well as the behind the scenes information on why it takes you know as long as it does for a Sonic comic from IDW to come out than it had previously with publishers like Archie here in the US and Fleetway in the UK but let me know what your guys' thoughts are on this whole situation. How do you feel about it? Comment below, live chat during the premiere, like the video. Super chats are open and would be welcomed. Also, check me out at Venmo at Brian-Walmart-2 to help support me there. At Cash App at BWRoses98. Check out my podcast at BWRoses Discussions, all your favorite podcast locations except for Pandora. Also, check me out at Vimo at BWRoses for content you can't get anywhere else. Also... Also, check me out at DeviantArt.com slash BVW1979 and at TikTok at BWRoses and check me out at my Teespring store for merchandise you can't get anywhere else. But guys, let me know what your thoughts are on some of the information that came out uh, at San Diego Comic-Con during the IDW Sonic panel. How do you feel about it? What are your thoughts on the behind-the-scenes information of how long it takes uh, for a comic to be released? Let me know down below. And until next time, guys, I will talk to you all later. And also let me know what your thoughts are on the upcoming return of Whisper in the books, as well as the potential continuing plans being developed for Whisper and Tangle in 2020, you know, going into 2023. And, how, and what do you think will come about from that? Again, let me know what your thoughts are, and I am out.